Hello, ghouls, and welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, the ghoul that rules. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanting to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Black One Jack Two Video Game Streaming, and joining us once again today is Blackjack. Hey, Blackjack, how are you doing today? I'm actually doing pretty good. I'm excited to be here again. And what we're we gonna do be doing this episode? So today we are going to be talking about shadow people. Shadow people, okay. Exactly. Do you know what shadow people are? I actually have no clue. Okay, so before we get into all that, first thing we're going to do, because this is a perfect example of what shadow people are, we're going to check the Brave the Basement Gmail. You ready? Yeah. Ghoul mail from the Gmail. So we got an email from an anonymous listener, and it's titled Shadow of the Night. I'm not sure if I believe in ghosts, but do believe in something supernatural because of my first-hand experience. As a child, my siblings and I witnessed a shadow figure who would walk down the hallway of the apartment at night. So I was glad when I heard the news that we were moving out of there. The new house seemed normal. No more weird stuff going on. But that all changed when my little brother and I did our first communion. So after the ceremony, we were dropped off to change our clothes. I'm the oldest, so I have the house key. I opened the front door and turned right and walked in, in the pitch black living room to turn the light switch on. I had that feeling that something was staring at me and decided to turn left to see down the hallway. And there was a shadow figure standing and its eyes glowing like a cat's at night. I was so spooked, I did not realize that my little brother was tugging on my sleeve and saying, let's get out of the house. Sitting on the front stairs, I looked at my brother, and he said, Yeah, I saw it too. That must have been really scary, just, you know, sitting there seeing shadows. I wonder if they were just following them everywhere. Yeah, that, that, that's an interesting point, that they seen it in the other house, and then when they moved, they they didn't see anything. But on the day they did their communion, and they were dropped off because they were changing clothes, that this shadow figure appeared again. And what really got me in the story was when they said that my little brother said, yeah, I saw it yeah, too. Yeah, when he's seeing it. that it, g- it gave me the chills a bit. Yeah, and we want to thank the uh, anonymous listener for uh, submitting that story. Uh, it actually inspired us to do this episode about shadow people because uh, we were throwing around some other ideas for this episode. And uh, Blackjack, you happened to mention in the last episode something about Slenderman. And uh, I get this email, and I did a little research, and we'll get into Slender Man a little bit later, but some people actually consider him a shadow person. And so what a shadow person is, is a lot of people report these uh, shadow figures, and they, they wake up in the middle of the night, and they see these shadows dart right across the room. Or, a lot of times, they'll just see them just staring at them. And uh, there's... Typically, two kinds that are reported. One is just your, your typical shadow person. Another one, um, the person's wearing a hat. Why a hat? And we we don't know. And a lot of people believe that uh, the the person where the shadow person wearing the hat is definitely some sort of demonic entity. So the the shadow person without the hat might be a good identity, and the one with the hat might be an evil one. 
Well, that's what I originally thought too. And and when I dug into it, there's been a lot of reports of people waking up in the shadow person. And I'm not talking about the one with the hat sitting on their chest and trying to physically choke them. So the shadow person is trying to do physical harm to the person. That's creepy. I I would I hope that doesn't happen to me tonight after doing all these Brave the Basements uh podcast. Now, I've had an experience with shadow people myself. And the interesting thing is I didn't even know that it was quote unquote shadow people. Okay? So it all started um after we played the Ouija board. And I thought that uh, what was happening to me was because I, I let some sort of spirit in and he was just trying to get my attention. And I was, my mindset was was completely different on this. I was more excited that I was having a por- paranormal experience than thinking I was actually, um, could be harmed. Because, like I said, a lot of these shadow people have been known to try to harm people. So here's what happened to me. I would be sleeping and I would feel my bed, the whole mattress, rise up in the air about six inches. And the movement of the bed lifting up would wake me up. And as soon as I'd wake up, I would feel the bed fall back onto the frame. And so the, 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 the bed would shake and I would see a shadow just dart right out of the room. And like I said, I originally thought, well, this is just a ghost or something. I uh, didn't know that it was a shadow person that was doing this. And it's my belief that these shadow people are demonic um, entities. And the reason is a demonic entity... Their purpose is to try to A, destroy you, or B, just torment you. And I think that's how I was able to get rid of the shadow person, whoever I let in through the Ouija board, simply because I wasn't getting it. Does that make sense? Like, I was thinking, I was like, oh, cool, it's a ghost. And the shadow person's like, no, I'm actually a demon trying to torment you, but obviously you're just not getting it. I mean... Like, it, it's weird to think that, that you are excited. I would have been terrified, honestly. I'd be getting my Bible out, you know, cross, uh, exorcist. But but you being excited, it's just, it's just crazy. Well, I thought, well, you know, look, we, we did the Ouija board. I let something in. Here I'm having these experiences and not realizing the danger that I was actually in because... I didn't I didn't know a lot, as much then, right? I didn't study as much. I was more just trying to oh, well let's play with the Ouija board. Have fun. Right, exactly. You know, this isn't going to work. I mean work. the box the box says it's like for ages 6 and plus. So. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that interesting? You you could you could let uh demonic uh killers inside your house. You only need to be what? 6 eight, 6 years old? Summoning Satan? Yeah, you could summon Satan at 6 years old, right? <laughs> but <laughs> But the thing about these shadow people, like I said, and I, I believe they're they're demonic in the sense that a ghost typically typically doesn't hurt anybody. 
they more just torment haunt. Right. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the they, general they, area. Yeah. Well, they haunt you. They'll scare you. They try to get your attention. You know, whatever it may be. But these demons will literally try to torment and destroy your life. And with them trying to choke people, uh, that's why I believe that these shadow people are demonic creatures. So we were talking about Slender Man. And I always thought originally that Slender Man was just a video game. I, I did too. And I, I guess they made a movie out of it or, or whatever. And so this is what I found, in it, and it's kind of disturbing. Slender Man was actually created by uh, this guy who entered a contest. And the contest was for whoever can, it's like a graphics arts uh, contest, whoever can make the scariest paranormal photograph. So he took a photograph and created Slender Man and just digitally put Slender Man in the photo. So what had happened when that went out into the internet and the internet gets a hold of it, they started creating all these urban legends about Slender Man. And one of the legends is that he's a shadow person. And uh, a couple other legends that he, he'll come through your computer screen and get you. And, of course, uh, the storyline of the game, whatever that was, you can't even look at him. Or... Uh, the storyline of the game, it was kind of weird, but I know there was a character uh, who's looking for his daughter, and you would have to find his daughter's pages of drawings, That which is the weird thing. It's drawings of basically Slender Man and then messages like he's going to kill you, blah, blah, blah on the paper and I don't remember what exactly happens in the game if you die either way but if you look at them uh your vision gets uh fog foggy and you can possibly kill you and you also in the game have to watch out for your flashlight because I think I think he can also mess with flashlights if he's near that's another sign that your flashlight isn't working so it, it there's a lot of different versions apparently with the shadow people and then the video game yeah, so these were all, and, and, and so the whole thing about Slender Man was all created by people online and the video games and all that. But where it gets crazy is you, I have found three different situations that involve Slender Man. And in one of the situations, two teenage girls attacked and tried to kill they're they're one of their good friends and luckily the the victim survived and when they questioned the two girls they said they did it so slender man wouldn't harm their family and in another story uh another girl she attacked her mother while her mother was asleep and tried stabbing her so do you think these this Slender Man Shadow people can also make you do things? Well, so I, I mentioned that they were demonic. And so the way, this is what you got to understand, is the way a demon works, okay? So a demon will take any shape. So if you have somebody who's impressionable enough that believes in, let's say, a Slender Man enough, 
and they somehow open themselves up to inviting these demonic entities in, these demonic entities will take any form. And I think that's what you're seeing here is whatever and whoever they invited in on themselves, these demonic entities took that physical form of Slenderman. Okay. And so if you compare the two stories that I just talked about, the two girls said, well, we did it so so we could please Slenderman so he wouldn't harm our families. The second situation, the girl said that she did it just to please Slenderman. So you have two similar situations where both wanted to please Slenderman, but the first situation went a step further and had a reason for wanting to please, right? So there, there's a small inconsistency with Slenderman, right? So yeah. one's just to please him and one's to please him so he doesn't harm the family. And that just points to demonic entities again because they're going to say or do anything to get what they want out of you. So, like I said, these two girls said, well, if I kill this this friend, the Slender Man won't kill my family. So they're using their own family against them to do something that they wouldn't normally do. Where the other girl, all that she needed to be told is, if you do this, it will please Slender Man. Because that's just the way that these demons work. Because, and, and one of the theories was that, you know, Slender Man was real just because enough people believed in him. And that's a theory I don't buy into. Otherwise, you know, we'd have Santa Claus and we would have, you know, uh, the Easter Bunny and all these other things. SpongeBob would definitely be real, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely not that. It's de- It definitely has to be some kind of demonic entity taking that form. So Slender Man himself, work of fiction, Demonic entities taking that form, I absolutely believe it. Because there there was actually a third story where, again, it was a young girl who burned her house down. In and, order to please Slender Man. In order to please Slender Man. But, like I said, uh, you know, as far as Slender Man being a shadow person, that was just a theory out there, and I just found it interesting that uh, we had a an email about shadow people and I've had an experience with shadow people and slender man to some is considered a shadow person. And you just happened to mention one of the last episodes. So we definitely so, had to bring in slender man in this episode. So I, I find it, it's very like, it's like a coincidence. It all happened. We got our first email on the ghoul mail. We also got shadow people that we were looking into and we got slender man. I, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Now, another interesting thing, um, just on the topic of shadow people. Uh, a lot of people who've reported shadow people also suffer from what's called sleep paralysis. And so, what sleep paralysis is, you'll wake up and you can't. You're paralyzed for a brief, a uh, few moments, and you just can't move. And uh, so a lot of people kind of downplay, especially in the professional community. Uh, I'm speaking about like doctors or, or or some shrink 
sitting out there telling these people, oh, it's just your sleep paralysis and it's a mental condition. That's why you're seeing it. And I've never suffered from sleep paralysis. And I've seen them. And a lot of people who have seen them don't don't suffer from sleep paralysis either. But it's definitely interesting that these people who suffer from that seem to see the shadow people more often than other people do. It It's kind of, if you think about it, if they have sleep paralysis, it's easier for the shadow people just to choke them, kill them, whatever they want to do with them. And you, that brings up a very good point. I mean, maybe that's why they seem to be targeted more than uh, somebody who doesn't suffer from that medical condition. Or do you think uh, these shadow people can give mental uh, these this uh, sleep paralysis or whatever uh, if they're if they're you know harming them? Do you think they can end up with sleep paralysis? I I, I don't know. That that's a very good question. And then uh, so I'm going to make a lot of. Uh, Haunted Hill fans extremely excited here because uh, whenever I hear sleep paralysis, I automatically think of uh, the house on Haunted Hill. And this is kind of interesting. Hopefully I'm not spoiling it for people out there who haven't. So if you haven't watched it yet, you want to stop listening to this podcast right now. If you've already watched it, uh, you're safe. But one of the characters in the show suffered from sleep paralysis. And she would wake up, and she seen what she called the bent neck lady. And the few times that they would show it kind of early in the show, it almost kind of resembled a shadow person in a way, but it wasn't a shadow person. Was it? Was she, like, physical there? Or was it, was like, I've never seen this movie or show, so can you describe it to the viewers? Yeah, so what what happens is... It turns out that the character who is who's uh, experiencing this and seeing the bitneck lady is actually seeing herself in the future. And as the show goes on, you you when they show the scene that she hangs herself, it shows the bitneck lady kind of traveling to all these different points where the original character had seen. The Bent Neck Lady. That's creepy. Yeah, so if you haven't seen that show, definitely check it out. All right, Blackjack, so if you want to tell everybody out there uh, where they can catch your video game stream. Uh, you guys can check me out on YouTube and Twitch, Black One Jack 2. Uh, I think we're going to be doing the new Call of Duty coming out uh, very soon. We're going to be working on that. And we're going to be checking out Rogue Company still. I made one stream a couple weeks ago back, and we did good, and see you guys next time. All right, so in order to continue growing the show, we are starting a flyer campaign. If you would like to help hang flyers in your local community, send us an email at bravethebasement at gmail.com, and we'll email you a flyer. If you'd like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you'd like to share, you can reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story could make it on the show and be featured on the website. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. 
We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you are up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, the ghoul that rules, and I hope you join us again. Until next time. <laughs>